Welcome back. Hammer Down Show rolls on 1017 The Hammer and 1017TheHammer.com. Very excited. Starting next week, we're going to be able to take your text again. I'm very excited about uh, being able to connect with you guys on that front yet again. All right, let's go back on over to our Hammerhead Hotline. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier is on with us. Uh, a lot of stuff going on uh, locally here uh, in the high school community. Sam, uh, welcome back to the program. I I, I want to choose my words wisely on this one because I, I don't want to have this misconstrued here. But uh, your your Dr. Hagen article, uh, first off, tremendous. And I knew there would be a reaction to that. I guess I was a little bit shocked at just how much of a reaction from a, a lot of local people uh, that that whole thing got. I, I, I knew he was a well-liked guy, but I, I guess I didn't fully understand how much this community really embraced that man. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it's not shocking to me uh, just because I've talked to so many athletes and even people who are now adults and have kids going through high school sports that, you know, tell the same stories about 35 years ago. And, you know, once you were a patient of his, you were basically a, a friend of his for life. He uh, He makes the rounds when he comes up to a, high school sporting event, whether it would be West Lafayette or, or Lafayette Jeff, where he was the team position for both of those schools for many years. He's been here 35 years, so he's got a, a lot of connections. Um, you know, I knew there were a lot of people that were kind of indebted to him, and um, so maybe you're right in that regard. Uh, the people that just, you know, people that reached out to me that obviously can't talk to him anymore, you know, just it triggered a memory or whatever it was that said, I went through this, or my kid went through this, um, but there were so many stories of kids that, you know, kids that were from families well-to-do to kids that, you know, were from families that didn't have money that were worried, I can't afford to have a, a surgery and get back on the field, and every single time he said, hey, we'll squeeze you in, we'll make it work, we'll find all the details later, and, and the, you know, the main thing for him was, uh, and I talked to him at length about this numerous times, uh, he knows that a high school athlete, most of them are not going to go on and play a sport in college, and it's a it's a huge time in a kid's life to be a part of athletic programs in high school, and he wants them, you know, when you have a season that's two or three months and you get an injury, that could be, you know, basically a lost year, and if he could at all help uh, that process get expedited to where that kid could get back, even if it was two weeks or whatever it was, he made it happen. Um, the most notable one probably that stands out is West Lafayette had a receiver named Spencer Ronchetto, and uh, he tore his ACL late in the season, regular season, I believe, or maybe even early in the postseason. Uh, when he was a senior, it would have been, uh, I guess, 2015 maybe. And West Lafayette had a team that could win a state championship, and he was devastated that, you know, I might not get to be a part of this run. And six weeks later, he was playing in the state championship game at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, got in there, got the surgery, rehabbed the crap out of himself to, you know, and he wasn't a huge part of the game plan or anything like that, but he got to go out on the field. I believe they threw a pass to him on the sideline that he could catch and get out of bounds without getting hit. Um, so, you know, just when that happened, I was kind of like, my gosh, we got a miracle worker here in Dr. Hagen that, managed to get this kid back to have that special moment. And um, there's a lot of people that share similar stories about that. Uh, I've been tagged in Facebook, Twitter, uh, comments, 
emails, direct messages, all kinds of things with just people reaching out and, and kind of expressing their, um, you know, their praises for what he did for them. Talk with Sam King of the Journal and Courier on our Hammerhead Hotline. Let's go to the other big stories uh, from the week here, at least from the weekend. Uh, Central Catholic boys basketball, uh, looking for that another state title um, on Saturday. Uh, a heck of a finish with double overtime, no time left on the clock. Uh, you know, young Barrett there at the line, uh, hits the first one, misses the second two. I mean, uh, that's high drama right there. And uh, that that's a heck of a tough position for a, a young man who, you know, w- we've watched what, he do, what he's done on a football field, you know, no, no stranger to that moment, but comes up a little bit short. I know Coach Barrett had been looking for that state championship for quite some time, and uh, he'll step aside with uh, w- without getting it, but uh, kind of go back through Saturday's game and then uh, the decision of Coach Barrett to uh, step down. Yeah, so this was a decision that uh, Dave Barrett made before the season. He said maybe even two years ago. He wanted to see his you know his youngest son get through high school, coach him through high school. He's got a daughter who is a freshman at Central Catholic right now and was a a huge contributor to that team getting to the state finals and ultimately losing in a, a similar fashion down with the wire finish. Um, but he wants to sit back and enjoy, you know, son Carson is uh, a member of Purdue men's basketball and Clark, who unfortunately, you know, didn't come through in that moment, but uh, I don't know that there's too many kids that would have. Uh, he's going to go play football at Marion. And uh, so he, he wants to kind of, just be a parent, sit back, and, and watch his kids play, which he's he's done a great job of given the constraints of being a boys basketball coach at a program as prestigious as Central Catholic. I saw him at a, you know, all the volleyball games, basketball games, uh, AAU. He got to a lot of Purdue men's games. Uh, I know that uh, after they won, it would have been the regional, or no, it would have been the, the semi-state. He went to Milwaukee to watch Purdue uh, in the NCAA tournament there on Sunday night, turned around and drove back and had to be in Indianapolis for media day for the all the coaches that make the state finals um, the next morning and, you know, probably slept a couple hours. So that tells you how dedicated he is to uh, being a father and, and being a presence in his kids' athletic careers um, on top of what he's done basketball-wise. But that's another thing where a lot of people have reached out or commented on social media about what he did for them, did for their kids, um, and how special it was, um, you know, I guess it's not surprising that he's stepping down given that Clark is going to graduate. But, um, you know, what a way to go out. They didn't get a state championship, but they fell behind by 10 to a team that had great guard play and with no shot clock. That is a detriment to any team that's trying to stop them. Uh, North Davies, could have, you know, they tried to milk the clock with a 10-point lead and just get that state championship. And Central Catholic came back, forced overtime, got the double overtime, never led late in the game um, and several chances to maybe do that. And I think had Central Catholic ever taken the lead, I think North Davies would have crashed, but just couldn't seem to hit the big shot in the right moment to do that. Um, but then, yeah, you put a, an 18-year-old kid on the line, and at this time, you know, the 2A game should have already started by this point because the first game was in double overtime, so it, it ran long. So you have an additional however many thousand fans that have filtered in to see the end of this game. And, uh, you know, when he went to the free throw line, it, you know, the, the stadium wasn't sold out, but it was, it was pretty packed with people. It was loud. And uh, he goes to the line, 
hits the first after a long delay where they're trying to figure out is there time on the clock, then they can't get the lights off on the the uh, backboard because time had expired, and that, that triggers that sensor to send the red lights off. Um, so, you know, it was impressive that he even hit the first win. And then North Davies takes a timeout, which there was some people that thought that was controversial because you're not drawing up a play in that moment. You're just kind of trying to freeze the kid. But I understand, too, a state championship's on the line, and you're going to do whatever it takes to, to win that game. And Clark comes back out and uh, unfortunately dismisses the second. And I hope he doesn't sit there and dwell on that. I mean, you do. I, I think you feel like it's all my fault. But the only reason that Central Catholic was in that moment was because Clark Barrett hit some incredible shots, both you know going down low and playing in the post, and also he hit a ridiculous three-pointer that was he was kind of going sideways and just threw it up in the basket and it went in. And uh, Central Catholic didn't have a great shooting night, but when he hit that shot, I was like, man, there is hope. And, and that shot did kind of trigger them to be able to get it to overtime and ultimately double overtime. But, yeah, it is unfortunate he never won the big one. He had, you know, seven regional titles, 15 sectional titles, made it to the state championship twice and lost in about two of the most heartbreaking fashions you could lose. In 2017, Kimley beat them on what was essentially – a last-second shot where Central Catholic did everything right. It was just the, the kid hit a, a good shot, and, and it went in. And in this situation where, you, you know, he's standing there watching his youngest son on the free-throw line with, you know, maybe 8,000 people in there screaming and uh, just doesn't come through. But uh, he said he has no regrets. I, I totally believe that because uh, they they won a lot of games, 305, in fact, over 17 years. And it was a tough situation when he came in there. Uh, you had, one, I think they won three state titles in four or five years when he came in. And so the expectations were like, if you don't want a state championship here, you know, you're, you haven't succeeded. And, um, you know, that's not the case because he's going to leave with a lot of wins, the all-time winningest coach, and um, did a great job carrying on the tradition of Central Catholic basketball, I believe. Sam King with us on the uh, Hammerhead Hotline. So what's next for that program, Sam? Do they have a, a coach in waiting? Have you talked to Tim Bordnay about what they might uh, be thinking about or what a timeline might be for that program? I talked to uh, Tim Bordnay, the athletic director, and um, he's not going to tell me who they're going to hire or if they have somebody in mind, um, you know, at least not on the record. And uh, it sounds like they're, you know, they're taking applications right away. With the way things work nowadays, Mm-hmm. You don't have a long delay where you're looking for a coach. You need to get somebody in there and, and working with the kids. And I think that program is, you know, it's in pretty fine shape for whoever takes it over because you've got, uh, they lose three seniors. Two of them were starters. The other one didn't play a whole lot, but you've got three starters back. You've got your two key guys off the bench coming back. Um, they're going to be pretty good. And as Dave Barrett said in the post-game press conference on Saturday, you know, we – don't get a lot of respect around the state in terms of the polls and things like that because we schedule, you know, they play Lafayette Jeff twice, Harrison twice, Western twice. They play Portland Blackhawk. Uh, they schedule up uh, specifically for doing what they did in the tournament, which was going in there and uh, feasting on, you know, once they got to play against Class A level teams because they had been prepared for seeing just about anything. So I think, you know, scheduling up like that is probably why you get in a situation where you're down 10 to a team that tries to play a game with the score in the 30s and you're able to come back and uh, at least force overtime. Um, but, yeah, whoever comes in there is in a good situation, um, always talented. You know, the tradition kind of carries over. 
where there's just an expect- expectation to always do what that team did this season. Sam, uh, with the spring sports kicking off and everything here too, what you know, baseball, softball, track and field and stuff, uh, give me a couple of things you're watching here over the next couple of weeks. Well, uh, I'm just getting into uh, that. I'm going to go to, to McCutcheon softball game, season opener tonight against Twin Lakes. Um, the good thing is there's spring sports around here are typically pretty good. I think if you're looking for a, a couple of storylines, clearly the obvious one is uh, Lafayette Jeff has a new head baseball coach in Clayton Richard, which is, you know, a name people around here know. A lot of people were fans of the Cubs, White Sox, Padres, Blue Jays, whoever it might have been that he was playing for over his 11-year major league career. Um, and, and when he was hired, I was kind of like, okay, you know, that's he's got no coaching experience, but let's see. And then I, you know, saw him just the way he interacts with the kids uh, a couple weeks ago and the way they all respect him, which I guess you have that kind of respect when you have the pedigree that he has, um, he's going to do a pretty good job. That you know maybe doesn't translate into uh, championships or maybe even a lot of wins this year, which I think they will, they'll be fine in that regard. But uh, I think it is a, a great move um, going forward, the way that he's running the program. And uh, I think that they're going to be just fine in the long run. Now, he... He had a couple kids that decided they didn't want to buy in and they quit, and that happens a lot of places, especially when you're used to one way of running things and then things totally change. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing. They're going to play Central Catholic tomorrow, and uh, that should be, a, you know, it's always a great season opener, a great atmosphere. So interested to see what happens with that program. Um, otherwise, I think you got to look at, you know, I didn't realize until I started doing these uh, top 50 or 60 spring sports athletes, but Harrison is just absolutely loaded with athletes. And one one of those obviously being Connor Chaskowski, who won the state championship last year in the 200 meters in track in his first year running track. I mean, it, that was an incredible story. And now he's going to have, you know, a whole year of training, probably has been taught better mechanics and all kinds of things. Last year it was just like, you're fast, go run. Now it's going to be like, you know, we fine-tuned some things and, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, it's so, you know, those are a couple of things that maybe I'm looking at. And uh, one more possibly is the Faith Christian Golf Team, which last year won a sectional championship. And mm-hmm. it was the first year Faith Christian actually had a, enough kids. You have to have four to, to have a varsity golf score. They had individuals that, you know, they participate in the sectional and whatnot. But, um, you know, first year having enough kids to have a full team, they go out and win a sectional championship and, you know, the four kids that factored into that scoring are back, and two of them are twins that are sophomores. And the, you know, the four kids play a lot of golf, play a lot of summer tournaments. It's not like they just showed up with golf clubs and uh, had a great season. They're, they're committed to, to golf, and I think that's a program that's going to be one that you know would not surprise me if if they're in a state championship. Which, when you think of a school the size of Faith Christian playing in the state finals and, and boys golf, uh, that's pretty remarkable. When you got your dad being the coach there, too, you tend to be pretty darn good at those sports, right? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's the case. And I think, you know, obviously he, his kids have played golf for a long time, and he's coached them up. So I think that it was just natural for him to 
uh, be in charge of that program. They're good. I've been out there with uh, with one of them. They're, they're darn good. So, uh, yeah, I love golf around here, man. I'll tell you what, uh, we got a lot of good high school players that have come through in the golf side, too, which has been fantastic. Sam King, Lafayette Journal and Courier. Uh, again, follow him, getting set for all these spring sports. Uh, he's got all the uh, action, all the storylines you want to hear about. Sam takes great care of there, so uh, make sure you get a subscription there and follow him over at the JNC. Sam, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me on. I always appreciate it. Take care, buddy. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. More Hammer Down show when we return on 1017 The Hammer. 101-